today's kernel is actually going out to a really good lifelong friend of mine. His name is Logan. Some of you, if you are a longtime listener, you may remember him from episode, I believe it was eight or nine, where we talked about the marijuana industry. So if you can somehow manage to go back and find that episode, you'll get to hear his voice. But I just wanted to say congratulations to Logan because he made his final debt payment. This is a big deal. So I'm really happy for you. And maybe one day I'll get him to come back on the show and talk about his debt story because it's actually pretty funny. So <laughs> Logan, congratulations, man. And I hope you all enjoy today's episode. Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. You know, there are so many financial concepts that are out there that can be confusing and have all this mystery and rumors and bad information spread about them. But I can't think of anything worse than the credit score. There's so much bad information and so much confusion that oftentimes we don't even really know how all this works. So that's why I was not surprised to get this really great question from V. I'm just going to call her V because I don't know if she wants me to use her full name here on the podcast. But this is what V wrote. She said, hi, Chris. I've been building my credit score for a while, and I don't feel like I'm doing anything to even make a dent. I have one credit card through my credit union, which has what I think is a small limit of $1,000. I recently put a $700 purchase on it. Should I pay that off monthly to help my score or pay it off entirely? Everywhere I look, the advice is different. Thanks for the help. All right, so V, this is a really, really great question. And the credit score is a mysterious number. There are several companies out there that make credit scores, but most oftentimes people are referring to the FICO score. It's the most used. There are actually several versions of the FICO score. There's ones used for mortgages, for auto loans, for credit cards. I mean, it, it can get really complicated. I know even when I go and check my credit score, sometimes I'll see, you know, five or six versions that the service I use will provide to me. They all work off of slightly different tweaked versions of the formula that are specific to the needs uh, that they're working with. So the one that's tailored for mortgages will skew the formula to help them find people who are more likely to default on a mortgage. Things are more indicative of that situation than others. Anyways, going into a little too, too much detail here. There's just general rules, though, regardless of the type of FICO score we're talking about that are used in determining how they build this three digit score for you. So there are five main factors that make up the credit score. 35% roughly is based off of your payment history. Are you making payments on time? If you're late, how late are you? 30% is what they call utilization or just how much of your available credit limit are you using up? The third factor making up about 15% is the age of your credit. How long have you been building credit history for? 10% makes up roughly what types of credit do you have? Do you have credit cards, which they call revolving debt? Do you have installment loans, which are things like auto loans, mortgages? And lastly, the final 10% is what they call inquiries. And this is just when you apply for lines of credit, when you apply for a credit card, a mortgage, car loan, things like that. They call that inquiries when they go in and pull your credit report in order to see what's on there, basically. So now that you know a little bit more about what goes into the actual credit score itself, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll hop back into the two factors that I think are affecting me the most when it comes to her credit score. 
If you've ever paid off a student loan or started a business, you know how life-changing it can be. So wouldn't it be nice if there were some way to celebrate that? That's why I started Statement Cards, because financial accomplishments and career milestones are as worthy of celebration as pregnancies and engagements, and it's time to give those milestones the recognition they deserve. Head to StatementCards.com to check out our full line of greeting cards. That's StatementCards.com. For V, I'm going to have to make a, a few assumptions here because she didn't give me all the details, which, you know, I wouldn't expect her to got to have some privacy <laughs> for yourself. Uh, and so I'm going to fill in a few gaps here. I, I'm just going to assume that she is new to building her credit and that this is the only line of credit she has, because oftentimes you'll see these lower credit limits when you're first establishing credit because they don't know much about you. They don't have a lot of trust <laughs> for new lenders. So they'll often give you a, a low credit limit. So that's what I'm just going to assume here for V's situation. And then out of the five factors that I mentioned that go into your credit score, I think the two that are going to be impacting her the most in the situation are utilization and age. So these two things together make up roughly 45% of your overall credit score. And so utilization number one, that's looking at how much of your available credit are you using? And so for V, she has a $1,000 limit on this card, but she just recently put a $700 purchase on it. So that means that she's utilizing 70% of her overall credit. The general rule of thumb is to keep that utilization below 30%. And really, honestly, just paying it off every month is the correct step to take. One of the biggest myths I've seen out there, and I think one of the most detrimental myths about the credit score that I see out there is that, oh, you should keep a balance on your credit card and make payments every month. That's going to help you. It's going to make you look good. And that is completely false. Because if you go back, rewind a little bit and listen to the five factors I mentioned to you, Making small payments on your debt is not one of those factors that has no bearing on your credit score. And it really would just end up costing you money because you end up paying interest. So if you can, I would just say make it a point to pay your credit card off every month because that's going to be one of the biggest factors to help in this situation. Because if V were to maintain the $700 purchase on her card and just make small payments every month to bring the balance down slowly, it's going to keep her utilization at a higher percentage for a longer period of time. And so that will have a negative impact overall on her credit score versus if she just were to go in and pay that $700 off right away. The second factor, age, which is the more difficult one because it's going to take some patience, is that the FICO score, or just the credit score in general, looks at just how long you've had established credit. So the longer you've had lines of credit open, the better you look because this is giving lenders an indication that hey, you've been able to maintain a good standing for a long period of time, because really that's all the credit score is. It's a rating of how good you are at managing debt. It doesn't say anything else about how you how you're doing financially. It's just saying, look, this person, they've been able to take out loans and pay them back over time and we haven't had to come back and (laughs) come after them. That's basically all, all it's saying. And so when you're new to establishing credit, they don't know yet. They don't trust you. They don't know what you're going to do. And so they're going to slowly increase your limits, slowly raise your score as you can prove over time that you are capable and responsible to pay back this debt. So in this case for V, the two biggest things are keep that balance low, pay your balance off whenever you charge something. And then two, just give it some time. And I know it's hard to wait. I'd also add, you know, for you, what is your motivation for raising your credit score quickly? Is it that you have a big upcoming purchase, something like a, uh, a home you want to buy or a car you're looking to buy? Um, or are, is it just that you want to have a higher credit score? 
because I would say if you can give yourself some patience, some time to learn, to build up the habits and then to let your credit history grow over time. Because as you prove yourself and show that you can pay down your debt over time, you will see your credit score begin to rise. So V, I hope this helped and I answered your question. She actually sent this question over to me through Instagram. So if you're not already following me, come over to Popcorn Finance Podcast on Instagram. We'd love to have you join me. And it's one of the easiest ways to send a question over to me. As always, I appreciate you joining me here for another bag of popcorn. I hope you all have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.